Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Kroner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant free from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello. So this month, I've shared a lot about stress reduction and how to stay out of the burnout spiral. And one obvious way to reduce stress that we have not talked about or touched on so far this month is to ask for help. Now, I understand that a lot of us had a very visceral reaction when I said ask for help as a way to stay out of burnout and out of the burnout spiral. But stick with me for a minute because I'm going to actually break down when you should be resourceful as as opposed to when you ask for help in this episode. But I do want to talk about this for a minute because I do feel like a lot of us are so willing to help other people and we have resources we could tap into, but there are some things that are prohibiting us from doing that. And one major thought that's really prohibitive is I just don't want to bother anybody. And I'm supposed to be the solution. I'm supposed to be this person who takes care of everything for everyone. So we don't want to burden anybody with something that we feel like is our role or our responsibility. And at the end of the day, if we need help, we also need to admit that. So this episode will be really helpful in knowing when to be resourceful versus when to ask for help. I'm also going to share some things to watch out for as well as how to ask for help if you actually need it. So the first place we're going to start is when to be resourceful. So many of us were just starting out or either starting out as an executive assistant or we're just starting out in a new role may have already been shown how to do something, but we may not be sure-footed yet. So in this case, like if you've actually been shown how to do something before, that is a great time to be resourceful. So as I just mentioned, a good example of this is onboarding. If you've been shown how to do a task, and even though you're not sure-footed, most of us know the next step to take. And if you don't, you can always write an email to the person being like, just want to confirm that this is the next step after I take this step, (laughs) that this is how this is done. But you aren't just going to the person with an open-ended question or asking them how to do something. You're like, is this a solution? Just for clarity's sake, I just want to make sure that I'm not going to make a mistake here if it's really high stakes. And you guys, sometimes when we're learning a new role or a new position or something new, we will make mistakes. And sometimes there is no like hard wrong answer. There is no hard right answer, right? Sometimes we have to feel our way through things. And so in those situations, especially when you've already been shown how to do something, those are great opportunities to be resourceful. And then also we can be resourceful when we know the next step. I know a lot of us get really overwhelmed by the big picture and we aren't sure how to do everything and how to make it all come together, but most of us know the next step. Most of the time, we actually know the next step to take. And then once you take that step, then you can look around and be like, okay, I've gone this far These are my options, and you can make a choice from there, or you can then ask the question, is this a step you want me to take? You present a couple of solutions. What we don't want to do is to approach somebody without having a couple of options for them to choose from or saying, like, these are the two things that I think could happen next. 
which would you prefer I do or which should I do in your opinion, right? So even there are being solutions oriented, even and asking the question, we are presenting solutions as well. We aren't just coming with a problem being like, I don't know what to do. And often, like I like to view this as eating the elephant. How do you eat an elephant? You eat it one bite at a time. We often know the next step, but our brain wants to stay in confusion because it being in confusion can actually be more comfortable for our brains than taking a step if we're unsure about the step. But actually recognizing that you know the next step, and then once you take that next step, then you can assess the situation again is a great way to be resourceful and to move forward. And also we can be resourceful when we have an idea of what the next step might be. So if you have an idea of what the next step might be, you can just pick a lane. You can just decide to take it the next step. Or you can there again, ask somebody what they prefer, if it's a preference thing or what they did if they were in your role previously, like how how would you navigate the situation? Which of these options would you utilize? But there again, you're coming to the person with a solution or a couple ideas of solutions. You aren't just throwing your hands up in the air and being like, I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. (laughs) So those are situations in which you can be resourceful and you can tap into that resourcefulness. So when do you actually ask for help? Well, obviously, when you're experiencing burnout is a great time to ask for help because you aren't on top of your game. You're not performing optimally. You're probably making mistakes. You probably need someone else's guidance in those moments where you're experiencing burnout. And I say this not as a a way to shame you for feeling burnt out, but as a way to point out like, hey, if you actually need help, if you are overloaded and you're experiencing burnout, that's a great opportunity for you to step up and raise your hand and, and ask for help. And also, it will hopefully allow you some bandwidth to take better care of yourself because we're useless to others when we're burnt out. So even in terms of burnout avoidance, I really want you to pay attention to where you are with everything. Are you saying yes when you shouldn't? Are you overloading yourself with tasks that you probably shouldn't be out of feeling obligated to others to do that? Or are you taking on tasks that are not a part of your purview as a way to be helpful and a team player, but it's actually not serving you? It's actually serving to burn you out. So that's the first tip. Uh, of when to ask for help is when you're experiencing burnout. The second occasion in which it's okay to ask for help is when you genuinely don't have any idea of the next step. When you're feeling really unsure and you genuinely don't know what the next step is. So this is true, especially for those of us who are trying something new or putting ourselves out there or have just been onboarded to a new role. If you haven't been shown how to do a task before and you genuinely don't have any idea of the next step, that's a good time to ask for help. You can also ask for help when a simple question will give you back a substantial amount of productive time. So my executive would ask me to look into certain things for him, or I would go down the path of trying to figure out something that he needed. And I occasionally, I would actually spend more time doing the research for something that he could just give me an answer to, right? Something that he could actually guide me on. And I didn't want to bother him, so I spent so much time researching and trying to figure out what he needed when I could have just approached him with one simple question, sent him a text, sent him an email, and waited till he got back to me, and that would have saved me hours of productive time. Now, 
this one is a tricky one because I don't want you to be bothering people on a consistent basis because you're not being resourceful. What I'm saying here is that if one simple question will give you hours of your time back, it probably is worth asking the question. I don't want you to approach this from a place of fear, and I also don't want you to approach this from a place of taking too much liberty in terms of asking the question. If you have done a bit of research and you're figuring out, oh, no, wait, this is going to take a substantial amount of time for me to figure out, it's probably just best that I go ask somebody about this. And then also when you legitimately have too much on your plate. Now, this is kind of a slippery slope too. So I'm going to share what I mean by legitimately, (laughs) because I think a lot of us, we feel like we legitimately have too much on our plate, when in reality, if we were actually strategically managing our time, that would create bandwidth for us, and we wouldn't have to ask for help, we could be more resourceful. So if you are strategically managing your time, which means that you have processes in place for managing everything you know how to manage your priorities, you know what your executive's priorities are, you know what your priorities are, you're closing out of open tabs and distractions, you're really allowing yourself the time and space to focus on the tasks at hand, and you still have too much on your plate, like legitimately, if you're kicking butt and taking numbers all day long, and you're really strategically managing your time, and you have legitimately too much on your plate, that is a good time to raise your hand and ask for help. Now, I know a lot of us may have a reaction to that because we're going to have some judgments about that and ourselves. And we're going to have some judgments about that and also about ourselves. And by judgments, I mean thoughts like, I should be able to handle this. Why is this too much for me? I should be able to manage my time so that I can get everything done. But if you have too much on your plate legitimately and you really optimized your time and you're thinking strategically about how you utilize and spend your time and you genuinely have too much on your plate, that is a great time to ask for help. It's a great time to delegate. It's a great time to get more resourceful and more strategic. Okay. So I realize it's going to be rough. I realize that a lot of us don't want to admit that we need help, but here's the deal. I was just at this conference a few weeks ago, and I was in this room of executive assistants, and it was so much fun. And I remember like thinking that if we're all able to rely on one another, that will lighten the load for everyone. Instead of being so possessive and so like concerned about others taking on our role and what that says about us, if we're actually able to raise our hand when we need it and ask for help, so long as we have really optimized our time management and optimized our workflows, that how much of a burden that would relieve us of if we were collectively able to lean on one another, rely on one another, and also speak up for when you need help. The problem is we never speak up when we need help. And so I really want us to be mindful of this. If you actually need legitimate help, you've got too much on your plate, you need help with a project, you need help with creating a system, you need help with your time management, whatever it is, you need help, speak up, raise your hand. Because my guess is that most of your teammates, especially if they're administrative professionals, are more than willing to help you. And your executive, if you legitimately 
are wasting a lot of time working on one thing that you could just go and ask him the question, just go ask him the question. It will save so much time and energy to ask that question. Now, there again, I want us to be resourceful for sure. I want us to be resourceful. That's It's not one or the other here. It's both. And how do we blend both to seamlessly and effectively manage our workloads and to manage and optimize our time? So a couple things to watch out for. The first one, which I've kind of already touched on, is not asking for help for fear of sounding incompetent. So thoughts like they'll think I don't know what I'm doing. I'm supposed to be helpful, not become the problem. I can't ask for help because I just don't want to sound stupid. That's not a good reason to not ask for help in my book. Like if you actually need an answer, you actually need a solution and you spent some time troubleshooting the situation and you still need help, you have to ask for it because otherwise this thing is going to be left open and undone. And another thing to watch out for as well is that your brain may want to be confused by something. And I want you to be careful of this because we can tend to indulge in confusion, just like we can intend to indulge in overwhelm. We want to be confused by something so we don't have to make the choice. So then we spin out on all the options and we don't actually make the choice because making the choice is more scary to our brain than staying confused. Right, It's more comfortable to stay in confusion than to try something you've not done before or are currently uncomfortable with. But here's the deal. Any action is better than inaction. So being resourceful, asking the question, either one of those is better than leaving this open cycle and then not making the decision. So then the question then becomes, how do we ask for help? Well, first of all, we need to manage our mind around that. So do a thought download about the situation. Do a thought download about what's been going on. Look at the thoughts in your brain around the situation and what asking for help means to you. Does it mean that you aren't doing your job well? Does it mean you aren't an effective assistant? What does it mean that you have to ask for help? Get clear on those things so that you kind of know what you're up against in your brain. Even seeing those things and naming those things can go a long way in relieving them, right? And the next step is to take a solutions-oriented stance. Even though we're going to ask for help, we want to be solutions-oriented. We don't just want to come to the person and leave an open-ended question like, I don't know what to do here. (laughs) without actually presenting a few possible solutions. So those are a couple strategies for how we ask for help. And then we just need to ask. We just need to be bold and we need to ask for help so that we can get the solutions that we need, whether it's a solution to your burnout, whether it's a solution for your executive, whether it's a solution regarding a special project you're working on. Asking for help is a great way to relieve stress and it's also a huge time saver so long as it's done intentionally and you have been resourceful in the process, right? So that is what I have for you guys today. I hope you find it helpful. Be intentional, be whole. That is all for now. I help assistants apply the concepts I share on this podcast. If you're ready to take your growth deeper and you're curious whether working with me in a coaching capacity is right for you, please email me at Annie, A-N-N-I-E at wholeassistant.com to schedule your complimentary discovery call.